I don't know. So, uh, this is um, a podcast that we record whenever we feel like it. Like whenever we feel like it. Uh, so it's been a little over a month since the last episode, Oops. and Oops. Uh, sorry, not sorry, but um, I guess a little bit of clarification. So like, but if this is your jumping in point, this is the Recollect podcast. <laughs> yeah. So life has been a little weird the past month for us. It's we've been busy. Stuff's kind of. It's fine. Know. It's fine. We're doing fine. and We're, we're figuring it out. It's okay. We are figuring it out. I think what we're going to try to do is maybe do like... Twice a month. Twice a month, I think, is, is going to be a good schedule for us. You can hear every... We're just going to... Now we're we're actually an ASMR YouTube channel now. <laughs> no, I hate it. Just, I hate ASMR. No. What are we really doing here uh, today? We are uh, Recollect, a podcast where we take a nice little deep dive down uh, memory lane of the uh, Billboard Hot 100 charts. We go over the top 10, and we uh, talk about if the song uh, bops or if you would press stop. That's what that's what we do. That's right? it? That's it. So this is Josh's episode. He's steering the ship. I am uh, steering the ship, and for all of you wonderful people, I just wanted to let you know. So we, uh, we kind of... We're still just doing it how we feel like it because i think that's how podcasts work or not i don't know but uh my isn't that origi- how life works yes uh you kind of just do what you, you want just do what you can you just, do, you just that's all we're life. doing you guys we're doing what we can <laughs> I, I guess okay this is, this is living um but uh i decided to do the week of september 6th 2003, 2003. yeah and the reason i originally picked that date was because it was back to school so this would have been the week of me going into seventh grade, I think, or eighth grade. Seventh or eighth grade. How I many think. years are between us? Four? Uh, three. Um, yeah, because I would have been in tenth. Grade. So I, I would have been in seventh. Yeah. That, that's what I thought. It was like me going into middle school. That was I think I'm that was dating my, a child. We're three years apart. A child. Get out of here. So, do you Wait, want to you're know 27? Was, I'm 27, yeah. You're, okay. You just turned 30. I yes, just turned I did. 27. I did. Okay. Yeah, we're doing fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Quit making a big deal about it. Okay, so. You don't get to tell me what I make a big deal about. <laughs> um, we were going to go back to school, and we're, uh, you know, we're a little late for back to school, but you know what? Whatever. Uh... The fun thing about back to school time is that like there is no fun thing about exactly, back to school time. Nothing back in, to school time sucks. Nothing, nothing interesting happened at all. So normally we try to go back and like talk about oh what give like context. The week. Nothing yeah. went down September uh, two thousand three. Nothing. What? So uh, movies in theaters. Are you ready for this? Okay. Dickie Roberts, former child star. Okay. That's it. That's it. There were no other movies there, available to see in the theater? Not really, no. It, it was pathetic. Nothing I, that I, withstood the, ta- the test of time. I dug pretty deep. Like, nothing really fun happened at all. Um, I literally typed, basically nothing interesting happened this week. Um, huh. But a fun little uh, tidbit that intermingles with our lives is that Nintendo officially killed support 
for the Famicom and Super Famicom in Japan on September 6th. 2003? They were supporting it up until September 6th. Wow. Yeah, you could still get it repaired through Nintendo. That's a crossover! Yeah, isn't that kind of fun? Um, that's it. So I think we're gonna kind of break into the uh, to the list here. Well, before we get yeah, before 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 all that, where were you? You were starting seventh grade. I would have been starting seventh grade. So how old were you? Third, twelve, right? Thirteen, thirteen. I think you said you would have been 13 based on what you told me. I think so. Like 12 or 13. So, I, I'm a year. I started school a year late. Right. So I probably would have been 13 years old. I would have been 15. Yeah. That sounds, I would have been. That, that sounds right. Yeah. So. What uh, are you doing? I was in a serious relationship when I was 15 starting 10th grade. Fun. Um, that was like a pretty big facet of my life at the time. Um, in all seriousness, I was a sophomore, and uh, I had a lot of emotional problems. I was a an angry seventh grader who skateboarded quite a bit. Um, I made a lot of collages and drew a lot of cartoons. Uh, seventh grade, I think, was the first time I was sent home in a cop car. Nice. Uh it was definitely the I think the year that I was the most like rambunctious. Yeah, this was the um, peak. I was I was a I was a little asshole. I um, was really trying to do the right thing at this time, but I was I was so deeply miserable. I wrote yeah. a lot of poetry. I wrote some I wrote some poetry. Oh. This is around the time I started playing guitar. Well, there you go. I think like uh, end of like the summer of my sixth grade into seventh. So like I would have just been learning how to play the guitar. So that's kind of fun. There you go. Holy shit. We were shit. doing stuff. Yo, I think this is the first year I also played World of Warcraft. Oh my god. I was um, the lead, the female lead in the musical for this year. But wow. that wouldn't have we happened were, yet in September. We were we were making big jumps. I got an... Uh, yeah, I mean... We, we were trying. And that's all you can do is try. Um, speaking of trying, we're going to kick this off. All right. Segue. Take me there. Into number 10. And this band tried real hard. Oh boy. This is not ringing any bells. Oh my god. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, starting off strong. <laughs> what's wrong with the world, mama? This song is what's partly wrong. Oh boy. Uh, so but you- dude, this song fucking. Hit back in the day. Do you want to tell people who it is? This is the Black Eyed Peas featuring a young Justin Timberlake singing the hook to uh, Where Is the Love? Yeah, so this song is uh, the Black Eyed Peas Where Is the Love? And, uh, oh boy. Uh, they, they had a lot, they had a lot to say. They had a message, uh, for sure. I don't know what the message was. The message was love and question marks. Do you remember, like, the, the in the video, they just question fucking marks. plastered I remember. shit Could everywhere. And hear them crying. So, you um, practice what you preach. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're going to just turn it down so you stop uh, singing it so I can talk about the song. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the track features vocals from Justin Timberlake. 
although he is officially uh, credited on the release, he's not. Um, or he's not officially credited on the song itself. Uh, like he doesn't have like a, a credited um, vocal track. I don't know why. It doesn't really have anywhere online that of why he decided to not be credited. Um, probably because it's, it's trash. Probably because the song is bad. Um, it was the uh, first song to feature Fergie as an official member, which is strange. Okay. Uh, and this is where it, it gets like another, like, it gets kind of weird also. Like, this song has some weird sketchiness behind it. So, the band and Justin Timberlake received nominations for Record of the Year and Best Rap Sung Collaboration. But he's not um, credited. But he's not credited. Which is very strange. Don't know why that is. Um... And then they remade the song in 2016, which what? I didn't know about. And listen uh, to this. because we're old now. So the song samples the original, uh, and it has, <sighs> like, an additional composition. It has, like, all kinds of stuff. So the original Justin Timberlake, uh, like, hook is in it. But listen to the, the cast members that are on this fucking song, right? Jamie Foxx, Ty Dollar Sign, Mary J. Blige, Diddy, Cassie, Andrea Day, The Game, Tori Kelly, uh, Jesse J, French Montana, DJ Khaled, Usher, Nicole Scherzinger, ASAP Rocky, and Jaden Smith, as well as a 40-member children's choir. And then all proceeds from the single, the, the 2016 version, went to the Will I Am's nonprofit foundation, I Am Angel. Uh, what? Which is stylized as like Will I Am, Will dot I dot Am. I dot am dot angel uh, in the charity funded educational programs and college scholarships. Um, so this song's weird. It has a lot of weirdness about it. It seems vaguely uh, pandery. Well, for yeah. The t- like, you know. Even for 2003, even, yeah. this is stretching. So this is a stretch. This song, like, it was. It was everywhere. This was a big... A big one, I want to say. Um, I probably listened to it sincerely at the time. I'm sure more than I once. I did. I was in seventh grade. I, you know I probably I mean? thought that this song was we going to change the world. Innocence at one point. <laughs> I guess so. We were all innocent. So <laughs> oh that being said, is this song a bop or a stop? This is a stop. This is a stop. This is now, a hard stop. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out the first time we've done this. This is a 2003 bop, but a but a 2018 stop. stop. Yep. So That's I think correct. for the time, ta- the time I'm talking the like, time <laughs> for the time, for the, ta- the child, the child. Jesus Christ. Um. So, <laughs> so for the for the time, I would say the song was a bop. Uh, right now. I'm definitely pressing stop. As There's I press no stop, way I'm wait. listening to this. If this no. would come on my Spotify somehow and it wouldn't. <laughs> You've tailored it enough for it. Oh, there's no it. way. Um, I'm done talking about this song. It's, Let's move it's on. weird and kind of sketchy. No. Um, and I don't know why Justin Timberlake decided not to uh, be credited even though he was still nominated for the the Grammy. He didn't want it. We're going to uh, we're going to keep on moving on here to number 9. And this is it. Oh, yes. 
Is this Baby Boy? It sure is. By who? Uh, Sean Paul. Well, he just said it. And Beyonce yes. is on this. So Baby Boy, uh, Beyonce oh. featuring Sean DePaul. This was heavily featured at my homecoming this year. Are you are you Sean Paul? <laughs> yes. Um. So this song was produced by Scott Storch and Beyonce. That bastard. And now listen to this. So this song also has a lot of interesting backstory. Um. And uh, Jay Z helped write it. Right, he's one of the the lyrical like he helped with that. The, I like, had behind no the idea. I didn't know that either until I was researching this, which is crazy. So, um, what the track was done, and Beyonce was like, you know what? It would be pretty good if we got Sean Paul on it. It would it, be. It, it would be pretty, pretty good. That, that was actually uh, verbatim what, what she, she said. said. Yeah. You know what? It'd be pretty good. It'd be pretty good. You know what? It'd be pretty good. Um. So she was like, yo, we should get Sean Paul on this track. Um, and she, uh, Beyonce apparently contacted Sean Paul about the uh, possible collaboration. And, uh, of course, Mr. Mr. Paul uh, agreed and flew from Jamaica and then just immediately started recording. Uh, okay. Which is kind of cool. So then uh, in two, let me see, in 2005, singer-songwriter Jennifer Armoire? Amour? Oh, Amour? Filed a copyright infringement lawsuit claiming that Beyonce had used the lyrics and musical hook from her song, Got a Little Bit of Love for You. So there's a little controversy behind this song, because apparently Queen B uh, stole it. And uh, the it, it got so high up the chain that the district court had to, like, rule on it. So the district court judge uh, ruled that um, she herself, the, the court judge lady, couldn't hear the similarities between the two songs and dis- dismiss the case. She's like, I can't. I don't hear it. So the, I'm done with this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like it didn't it denied the motion for the songs to be heard by a jury, which is also oh. like kind of crazy because she ruled she was like. I can't hear the difference. So it just so went it never dead got in the water, actually, basically. Yeah, it never got to like actually go to court, which is crazy. So it got thrown out on appeal after they proved that the demo um, that Jennifer sent, because uh, one of the issues was, I guess, that uh, Jennifer Amore, uh, whatever, I can't Amore. Amore. A Jennifer Amore. Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Love. Um, there we go. <laughs> Uh, was trying to say like she sent her demo tape of the song to Columbia and then that Beyonce heard it and stole it. Sure, because she's super hard up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely. Uh, but it got thrown out because they tried to take it back to court um, and then they they proved, double jeopardy. Yeah, Columbia approved um, or uh, proved that uh, that they recorded the song before her demo tape was sent in. So it, like just never nothing ever happened. Um, I don't think the song is on Apple Music because I was going to include it in the playlist. I listen. I remember listening to them when I was researching the episode, and they're like not that similar, in my opinion. I mean, they're close, and I'm sure that like, I mean, we all know that like record execs get demos and then be like, "Oh, that that hook sounds good," and then they change it, and then 
Sure. I mean, this happens all the time. It is what it is. I don't think that Beyonce, like you said, was hard up for uh, any uh, nah. songs back She's in good. the day. Uh, but a little controversy nonetheless. But um, what do we think? This bop is a bop. Absolutely. It's a bop. Sean Paul was on his shit for a minute there. I wouldn't go and listen to Sean, to Sean Paul's record, but I would listen to the song. Yo, uh, so Sean Paul actually did a song with Major Lazer uh, on an EP uh, to 2016. Um, and it was a heater. It's so good. And uh, I had, like, I completely forgot about Sean Paul until I heard that song. It was fantastic. So, heck, yeah, he's still out there, like, being Sean Paul. Making moves. Making some, like, dance hall music. That's cool. Dance hall's weird. Because it, like, comes and goes in, like, American pop culture all the time. It does. I mean, everything is cyclical, but. It is, but, like, I feel like this is more, like, it's on, like, a nice, like, wave. Well, like, is this it's a closer uh, sign this, wave? Is this the no doubt hey baby era as well? Because uh, that was their like little their moment. I I don't want to. I want to say that that was earlier. Are we sure about that? I'm gonna look it up. How about that? Um, what song was it? He is the internet. Hey baby by no yeah. doubt. I want to say that song was earlier. I think it was right around now. Let's see. We're gonna look. 2001. Oh fuck! So, so not uh, that far, not far. no doubt. Thank you so much. Me being dance hall. We're gonna go into the next song before I uh, get uh, yelled at. Um, so <laughs> here it is. Is it? Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I'm a little unwell. <laughs> Do you want to tell the nice people what song this is? This is Unwell by Matchbox 20, you guys. Oh, it sure is. Oh, I for sure listened to this sincere as hell. This is a good song. We, I think we have, we've let the people know that we're a... a Low-key a Matchbox 20 house. We're a Matchbox 20 house, eh? Staring at the ceiling <laughs> making friends with shadows. Oh, Rob Thomas. Okay, oh. what do you want to tell me about this song? Uh, you know there's not a lot to... to I didn't think that there would be. Uh, considering every other song on this, on the top ten, has like a fucking weird story. This is the one, This is the easiest one. Okay. Uh, the song uh, was the second most played song in the United States in 2003. Ooh, we were all unwell, apparently. Yeah, let's go ahead and... Well, chorus for you guys. I'm just saying, this dude is so good at writing a pop chorus, like better than most people. Rob Thomas was like a, a, a in my, he's a solid, solid fucking pop lyricist. Um, but yeah, the song was the second most played song in the United States in 2003, according to Billboard magazine. Uh, the music video was number one on VH1's top 40 videos of 2003, which I'm sure that we both watched, watched. at that time. Uh, and in 2011, VH1 named the song uh, as the 82nd best song of the 2000s. So it, it, it made the top 100 of best songs from the 2000s. 
Um, I don't know about that. I don't know if it would be on the top 100, but who am I to say? Not for me, I um, would say. So, uh, yeah, that's basically it about the song. It, it did, like, obviously it did super well commercially. I think this was the highest point that it was on the Billboard charts. So this is uh, what, eight? Number eight, yeah. So it's the highest, I think, it it, 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 it This is tough, because it's not a bad song. Are you determining if it was a bop or a stop? I'm trying, young Josh. However, this is not something I would listen to now. This isn't, when I think Matchbox 20, I'm not going unwell. No, and we're obviously going little, unbent. Well, of course. Bent is the this best is, Matchbox This is a song. little too precious for me. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you saw me, I know all the words. Yeah. Sure. At one point in my life, I listened to this. Yeah. But I think now it's a stop. It's a 2003 Three bop. bop. But it's a it's a 2018 stop. I wouldn't listen to this um, now. We need like a middle. We're, we're, no, there <laughs> is. There can be no middle. Because <laughs> like, I feel like if I'm if I was at Sheets or, uh, or a gas station, for those of you uh, who don't know what Sheets is, it's like a Pennsylvania thing. Um. Because I feel like this is a song that would play at a sheets while That's I'm getting exactly. gas, or I while you're be... sitting in a dot like a dentist office. Yeah, or yeah. like yeah, I could yeah, I could definitely hear it in a dentist office. But you have no choice of what you listen to in those. But I wouldn't be mad. Okay, a but lot of the songs on the dentist office playlist, I think I'm I could mad listen about. to Mambo Number Five in a public setting and not be mad about it. Oh, I don't know, Lou Beg is kind of kind of hard. I wouldn't be mad about you know it he's though. He's German. There's I did, but there's a lot of. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff I would listen to in public if I had no control and be I okay. Guess. That's not the question. The question is whether it's a bop or a stop. Uh, I, I'm gonna say I'll say stop. You're it, stretching for it, a bop. That it, it, is, I am trying because I I love him. I love Rob Thomas, and I want to give him. A I lot think of you credit. respect the hustle. And I that's do. Cool. I do. And he like he's given us some some great Bent. pop music. Bent is a great song. Man, it's a hot one. I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, dude, was that on one of our? Was that on one of our? Playlists? I don't know, but it's like in the mythos of our house. Okay, I think I don't know if we've. I think we've now mentioned Max Matchbox Twenty in every episode, though. I think even in the Girls of Pop episode with with are we stands? <laughs> I don't think we're Matchbox stands. I don't know enough about them. I just like them a lot. But are I we matchheads? We're going to go ahead and give it a unanimous stop and keep on rolling uh, to number seven. And uh, number seven uh, went a little something like this. Was you just fronting? Yes. By was who? this NERD or Pharrell? Uh, this was Pharrell. That's what so, I thought. And we'll, and we'll talk about that. Tell we're me all about this, it. We're because... going to let the song play for a second. All right, all right, all right. I like that, I like that. I wanted to get a little Pharrell vocals. All right, so uh, this song is uh, Pharrell Frontin' featuring Jay-Z, and it was the debut single by my boy Pharrell, uh, even though Chad Hugo of the Neptunes actually helped produce the song. Um... It was uh, Pharrell's biggest solo hit until 2013's Happy. So this was like his bit. It was his first debut single as Pharrell, like as a solo artist, quote unquote. And uh, his biggest until Happy, which is insane. That's weird to think about. 
Give a little. You know I want to play. A little chorus action. So think about that for a second. Because Happy is probably one of the biggest songs, like, ever. I would say. It was huge. Like, that song was everywhere. And, like, with all of the Pharrell history timeline between all of his stuff, this was the biggest single until Happy, which is very strange to me. I'm not upset about it. Uh, I just think it's very crazy. So here is where uh, I get upset because I'm going to tell you a little story. He's upset. I am. Um, Hold on, wait. Is Jay-Z coming in soon? Jay-Z's in the song. He raps a little bit. He's boring, but he's less Um, boring on this because it's a He's less boring. Old Jay-Z is great uh, until it's not. Oh, this is just such a good song. Um... That's what for I was real? trying to do. Yeah. I knew he called him something goofy. Yeah. We got another one for real. <laughs> you almost want to like Jay-Z. Yeah. I also like how Jay-Z always gets a weird breakdown to rap over. Always. You ever notice that? I'm so telling y'all. Yeah. Okay. So that's enough of Jay-Z. I and we're going to go ahead and talk more about the song. Okay. So this is wild. So I, I found this out while researching the song. This song was covered live by Maroon 5. Uh, oh my fe- god. Now hear me out uh, before I pop off. It featured Chad Hugo, uh, like DJing in the background. Oh, okay. Right? And most Def fucking came out and rapped. And he did an impromptu uh a verse from Bonito Applebaum from fucking A Tribe Called Quest during that. How fucked up are you uh, right now? It, it was, oh man. Oh, how it, fucked so, up are you right it, now? So, Wait, I have to tell everybody. Yeah. Okay, first and foremost, y'all can't respect how fucked up this is without knowing this. Yeah. Your boy Josh hates Maroon 5. Yeah, Furthermore, I hate, I hate him so he much. fucking hates Adam Levine. He's already using the pronoun him because it's about Adam Levine. He he probably could tolerate Maroon 5 if Adam Levine wasn't in it. I agree. I fucking hate he Adam fucking Levine so bad. He hates him. I hate and then him. furthermore, homeboy over here loves Pharrell, loves yes. Mos Def, and Mos definitely loves a tribe called quest those are all of my like actually if you were to make a super group of like my favorite things <laughs> it would be pharrell most deaf in a tribe called quest because those are all like my f- most deaf is my favorite rapper of all time and and tribe is my favorite <sighs> rap group of all time and you i just want a little daft punk yeah, in there yeah well, yeah yeah and, but here's the thing i also want to like even further this as saying that like i have listened to both Black, most Def and Talib Kweli are Black Star and A Tribe Called Quest Low End Theory more than I've listened to like any other record probably ever. I've listened to Low End Theory probably more times and than I've listened to any like other record. And if you would like to test your boy, world. throw on anything from any one of those records and watch him because he will know all the words. <laughs> so, uh, so putting all of that aside and how much I like. <laughs> The fucking dichotomy between those two be- the beautiful the most beautiful things in the world and the most vile. He literally <laughs> just fucking 
relentlessly, relentlessly oh, hates Adam Levine. Uh, okay, so I reference it to other people because it's so funny to me that yeah, he, he hates him so much. Okay, so all that being said, this cover happened. I listened to the whole thing. Oh, um, you did? I did. The, Is it, it trash? I hate his vocals so bad. But he but has listen, a falsetto. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Now, I listen to this as objectively as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, for the podcast, mm-hmm. for you people, I listen to this with as little bias as I could. Sure. And it's fine. The instrumentation is great. It Because they also like have that little bit of a funk twist, if that's they what do. you want. It's yeah. a bastardization of funk music, but... They they had it. It sounds great. You Pop have, funk. You have Chad Hugo like remixing and cutting it up in the back, and like he it he fucking produced the song. Um, it's great. Uh, most deaf kind of like freestyles a little bit, and then does Benita Applebaum, which is fucking awesome. I and I don't know if it is the chip on my shoulder with hating. Excuse me, Adam Levine as much as I do, but even just hit like listening to him do it is still just not good it's not good no like he he's like in a weirder pitch i'll show you the video because like it's not a cover that's on um like apple music or anything and i'll try to put it in the show notes but like he has like i don't know like it's so it's like pharrell's so smooth and he has this like it's so effortless but then you get adam levine to do it and it he has sounds a higher pitched voice for sure. And it, it that but comes apart. Is, but he that's what I mean. I that that becomes Pharrell apparent is, in the cover. Pharrell is comfortably sitting in his falsetto when he sings this. Yeah. It's it's a it's a part of him. You know like, what I yeah, mean? It's, that's why it's so it's smooth. a more accessible part of his voice, whereas yeah. I could see with Adam Levine, it's a more of a stretch. It, he is. He's stretching and it's like very stingy. Yeah. And it's like that like it's gotta he get has, hard. He has and he has that like kind of nasally falsetto. Oh too. yeah. And it just doesn't work because Pharrell is like I think a little more throaty mm-hmm. with his vocals mm-hmm. and it that yeah. overall just gives you a smoother softer tone well, where Adam Levine is so sharp and and that's and a range issue. Um. And because it, of where it sits for Adam. Yeah, and the range of Adam Levine is a range between my fist and his fucking face. Because I hate him. I think that Josh has a crush on him. That is not even close to being true. I would own up to that. I would. T- I, I know you would. would tell you would, everybody. You would fully tell I would, me. I would tell everyone, <laughs> my family, and whoever wants to know that I have a man crush on him. I don't. Everyone else involved, yes. Most deaf. Man crush. Uh, 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 Pharrell, man crush. Adam Levine is trash. You want to kiss him. I want to not do that. We're going to keep moving on. This song is a bop. Uh, we, uh, did do you... I get to say? Yeah, say the song's a bop. What if I argued that it was a stop? You would be lying. <laughs> also, if I sound echoey, you guys were fully in our living room, so... We'll we're, we're doing it's the fine. best we can. But I I mean, of course I agree. It's, a, it's definitely a bot. Well, I'll show you the video after this and we'll, we'll talk about it. We're going to, we're going to keep moving on. Uh, I can't wait to see it and laugh. I'm excited. We're, we're going to go to number six. And this is, oh boy. Uh, number six is a treat. This is what it sounds like. This is Get Low. <laughs> it sure is Get Low. By who? Do you know? 
Uh, a little John. Little John and the East Side Boys. Yes, it is. Three six nine. Three six nine. Have good time. Just suck it to me one more time. I don't think those are the words. Yes, it is. Is it? Yeah. To the window. To the wow. This song. Is like, Man, this does not hold up. No, so like, we'll, and we'll talk all about it. So like, uh, so the song is Lil John and the East Side Boys get low, right? Let's listen to it for another second. That bitch is fine. We already passed the good part. Uh, so, holy shit, we're actually just gonna go ahead and pause it. You guys heard enough of you the song. Yeah. Uh, this song was the breakthrough single for the crunk genre, uh, boosting it up into the mainstream. Um, so, there were three different radio edits of Get Low. Yeah, I believe that. Um, so, uh, one, one, uh, took out the lyrics, take it, take that thing to the floor, you skank, you skank. Uh, was one of the ones that was uh, there. There was one that bleeped out profanities, uh, and then there was another one uh, where it kept all of the like bad words, but it 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 bleeped out goddamn. So it kept like skank, but took out goddamn. Uh, I don't know why I decided that that was a note that I wanted to say, but I think at the time of researching the episode, I thought that was really funny. Uh, but like. Why? There were three different versions. Why did this happen to, at all is a I good question. Know. This song, the funny... Hey, what? You know who loved Crunk? Who loved Crunk? My mom. I'm Kim, not surprised. Kim fucked it up to the Crunk. Oh, crunk. oh my God. She so loved like, it. <laughs> I mean, like, there were some other shit that came out of, like, the Crunk era. And also, there's, like, a, like a nice cousin to Crunk, which is hyphy. And I'm all about some of my hyphy shit. Little keep to sneak, little rest in peace, Mac Dre. Every day, fizz face strong as fuck. Always for Mac Dre, um, but not this. But not Lil John and the East Side Boys. So this song definitely doesn't hold up. No, it doesn't withstand the test of time. But like for anybody, I, and I don't know if we have anybody listening to this that wasn't really uh, coherent enough in two thousand and six to have. Like not, a child. Yeah, a child to not have listened to this song. But it was also everywhere. Like It, it was, sure was everywhere. And I would say that this song was one of those songs that like got appropriated by white people real quick. Oh boy. Like every like every weird redneck drunk uncle knew this song. Sure. Um I don't know if that's it was about true. Skeeting. It, there was a lot of skeeting, and that's that's weird. This song was weird. This was a weird time. Did you skeet, 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 skeet? We're gonna, skeet, skeet. we're gonna keep going. This I'm, is a stop, right? I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit stop now. I, I, I think I liked this song as a kid because it was ridiculous. I didn't like listen to this ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I danced to this <clears throat> and let my high school boyfriend touch my butt. Yeah, I was probably in the same situation. You know what I mean? I but I wasn't like boyfriend touch my. I wasn't so. like going home and turning this on. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't put it onto CDs. Do you know I, what I mean? I was like explore. This is like when I was exploring like punk music, like in depth. So this as wasn't. So this in your wheelhouse at uh, all at this point. I had a look. Yeah, like I had a brush with pop music because I still listen to the radio because this is when I was starting to kind of like 
break ways because I wasn't I, I was more active and I wasn't in the car as much because I was skateboarding everywhere I went like if I wanted to go somewhere I walked or skated or whatever um and I was definitely listening to my own music at this point and downloading stuff um so I was not really listening to Lil John and the East Side Boys no, as much so as this I was is a stop. This is always a stop. the misfits for the first time. We're gonna stop this because of the fucking use of the word stop. skank. Multiple you skank, you skank. So we're gonna we're gonna keep moving along. I can call my friends a skank whenever I want. Um, Lil John does not get to call anybody a doesn't. skank. So we're gonna go into number five, which also has some of course some bullshit attributed to it some bullshit so okay. we're gonna go ahead and just hit play are you ready uh-huh number five okay i think you're truly something special just what my dreams wait so that's why there's some bullshit this is tamia is it though this is fabulous and tamia but who else I said fabulous. I don't know who else. Ashanti. Really? Because there were two different versions. We're going to talk this about is, this it. this isn't the Ashanti version. Uh, this is not, because I put this one on the playlist. Wait, so there's another version? We're going to talk all about it. Let's okay. let the song play. I'm so into you now. I want to be more than a friend of you now. When they ask, I mention my baby girl in the interviews now. All right, so... This song is Into You by Fabulous featuring Tamia or Fabulous featuring Ashanti. There were two different versions of the song. I always like the version with Tamia. Um, uh, me too, which is why I put it in the uh, the playlist over the Ashanti version. But okay. The Ashanti version is also great because Ashanti is great. Perfect. Um, so this is the third single. Uh, from Fabulous, and it was on his second studio album, Street Dreams, and it is also also featured on Tamiya's album. Let's go ahead and listen to the chorus. Such a good chorus. This hook is dangerous. It's good. Um. Alright, so here's where like the bullshit comes in. So Tamia released a song in nineteen ninety-eight called Into You. Right? Mm-hmm. Or so into you, right? Um, and then Fabulous kinda worked with Tamia to do this version of the song. So originally Ashanti was set to record the remix, like the the you know, the initial single of this song. So it was supposed to originally just be Fabulous and Ashanti. Okay. Um, and that was actually how the song was commercially released. So the, the the first time it was released was with just Ashanti and Fabulous. So that would have been the first radio version to come out. Um, but then there was a reworked version where Tamia came back and re-recorded vocals for it. Um, and then it was uh, also featured on... Uh, I think it was a featured on Ashanti's record too. So this is this song is weird. Are you sure about that? What that Ashanti was on the song? All of it. Yes. This is what Wikipedia said. Don't reveal our sources. <laughs> but I, I looked into this. But yeah, so the original version of the song 
Because it was, they like, they wrote and recorded it, and it was originally supposed to be Fabulous and Ashanti. They like came together and like already had predetermined that this was going to be the song. And then there was another version released with Tamiya singing the hook as originally intended. That's the one that I put on this, which is the, um, or no, 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 excuse me. So the, the version with Tamiya was featured on Street Dreams, which was Fabulous's record. But the radio version had Ashanti on it, not Tamiya. So the one that played commercially was the one with Ashanti because that was the huh. one that was already recorded and ready to go. So there's like versions of this everywhere. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So yeah, um, it was weird. And then I, what a I didn't time. Even, I was gonna include like all the stuff that it got like kind of awarded and everything, but it gets so convoluted because like. At this point, I don't even know who owns the song. Like, who, who no even... One. It's so weird. Um, but I will let you guys decide which song is better. Um, I prefer the Tamiya version. I've always and preferred. Her, the 1998 song, So Into You, is is a classic. Like, it's such a, it's such a good R&B song. Um, it's such a good pop record. But this is my personal favorite version. I'm going to say this song is a bop. This is a bop. Both songs are a bop because I think Ashanti's version is cool because she has like a little more of a like a whispery. Well, sure. Kind of like, you know, her Ashanti voice. So it is cool to listen to her. Because it's her voice. It is cool to have her version like her her rendition of Tamiya's song is fun because uh, it does have an Ashanti. It, she made it her own in, 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 in a good way. Um, both are very good. Uh, well, how about that? This is a very weird playlist. Like every song has some bullshit. Yeah. But that's fine. We're going to keep on going. So where are we at? Four? We're going to number four right now. That was number five. Which um, was a bop. Which was a bop. And there's technically two versions. And I'm going to go ahead and say that bonus bop, the other one's a bop too. Oh, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, Bop by association. Yeah, sure. Um, So we're going to kind of cruise into number four. And Uh, only a song that could be on a playlist in uh, in 2003. So we're going to go ahead and listen to what that sounds like. Oh shit! So I who is this? This is Fifty Cent. Uh huh. What's the song? P.I.M.P. Yes. See, but that's when I turn the song off. Yeah, uh, that's all you need. You just need that hook. Because the hook is fine. Yeah. The little uh, steel drum. Steel, steel, oh, steel drum. Any song with a steel drum well, line, Calypso you know, is going to feel in good. there. Feeling like, hot, hot, hot. That's fine. Uh-huh. Like, but I'm turning it off because the shit is boring. Vinny sent. But she liked the way I tongue. Is is definitely 2003 cool. Uh, and then he had a song with Chief Keef later on. Um, the I hate being sober. Fifty Cent was on that, and that's a that's a good song. It's a banger. Um, but any, anything that is after or before that is boring. That's not 21 Questions. <laughs> that's not 21 Questions. Because 21 Questions hits, but that's about it. In the guys. club is still pretty... Nah, and that gets boring too. See, I, 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 for me, I disagree. I love that I, song. I, I still like it. But... I would listen, I would, if that came on a playlist, boring. I wouldn't turn it off. But we're gonna go ahead and just stop P.I.M.P. right now from Vidi Cent. Um... I'll talk about it a little bit. It was from his debut studio album, Get Rich or Die Tryin', and the song was mixed by Dr. Dre. 
Wow. Uh, there's a remix version of the song, which is actually tight, and I forgot that it existed, and it has Snoop Dogg, Lloyd Banks, and Young Buck. And uh, it came out like, it, I don't even know if it was like a radio. It was on the, the full length, though. And it's it's actually pretty solid, because Snoop Dogg kills it always, every time. Um, that's about it. That's all I really had for this song. Cool. It's like, it's, it's not it's that special. Stop. It's a stop. And it only in 2003 could we have had a fucking song, a song. where you spell P-I-M-P in a yeah. fucking song. Get it was the weird. fuck out of here with you, that lazy the, the ass fu- shit. The other funny thing I would say is like that song also like popularized like people saying the word. Again. Remember, like, yeah. The word pimp. Like, yeah. As like a like. Well, that like Jay-Z P-I-M-P. saying like big pimp and like, like it, it like contributed to the the weird but nobody was calling themselves a pimp yeah no people say that all the time really yeah like i guess oh it's pimping that's people say that around me all the time like i think i don't know if there was a three-year weird generational gap but like kids said that a lot in my school maybe i blocked it yeah speaking of 2003 and things that were happening in 2003 uh there and this is a weird little subculture of the internet right so for a second back in the day there are people on youtube who used to do like remix rap songs okay for stuff involving world of warcraft right and there is a dude that goes by nim i think it's n n y h m and he had a song called m-a-g-e like mage and he was a fireball in m-a-g-e that's gross. Oh, man. And every time I hear this version of this, every, every time I hear the song, I think of this fucking nerd singing M-A-G-E. And uh, that was a thing for a second, and only the real ones know. So is this a bop <laughs> or a stop? A stop. This is a stop. But I will say Nim's M-A-G-E is a bop. Okay. <laughs> so what's number three? <laughs> I don't know. I might have to play M-A-G-E. Um, it wasn't on Apple Music because I looked. Uh, I was going to make it my own. Wow, it's not on Apple Music? (laughs) Really? It's on YouTube and I highly recommend anybody wanting a laugh to watch it. The music video is just like a video cap of like, wow stuff. (laughs) So we're going to go to number three. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I accept you for who you are. I knew what I was signing up for. We'll watch it. We're going to have to have a little video session after this. Maybe. maybe. I I laugh every time I fucking think about it because of how just dumb it is. Here's number three. (laughs) Oh my god. This is chingy. It sure is chingy. Holy fuck. Right there. T-H-U-R. R. R. Jesus Christ. Also something that could... This is the most 2003 playlist. It's like it was from 2003. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, fuck, Jingy. I wanted to go to the Holiday Inn. That was the oh, chingy man. single I fucked with. This song also just contributed to so many bad problems that people so said. So many problems. Right there. Every person in the fucking world at, at one point said, right there. This is a problem. This is a problem. This is a problem. So this is the debut single off of uh, Chingy's album, Jackpot. 
uh, and it was co-written and produced by uh, a St. Louis production team called the Track Stars. Um, Man, there is a woman just moaning in my left ear, bud, right now. It just oh, must really? be her just moaning on the song, <laughs> but it's only in the left. Because if I focused, I could just hear on huh? beat. Uh, oh, man, I'm going to have to go. Uh, I didn't hear that. That's terrifying. <laughs> it's rough. It's uh, so there was, an, uh, there was an official remix for the song that wow. was made a bonus track on the album that featured Jermaine, Jermaine Dupree and Trina. Good old JD. Uh, and th- this I, I put this one, this little tidbit in for you. I had to dig for this one. The radio version of the song was featured on the 2003 compilation album, Now That's What I Call Music 14. <laughs> Sounds about um, right. Because I know how much you fucking love the. the I do mess love. I now. love the. Um, the oh, that's what I call music. Complete mess that is the now. That's what I call music uh, legacy. So this song is, uh, it's a stop. And oh, full it, stop. Chingy. Oh, it's is, bad. Chingy. Are you familiar with Holiday Inn though? Oh, of course, yeah. Because if you're There's gonna have to, in Uniontown, if and you're gonna you think, have to listen to any chingy, it, it should at least be that song. It should be Holiday Inn, Nothing which is also at the Holiday Inn. Well, no, who uh, you with? Uh, me and my friends are gonna be one of your friends. Well, okay, but he said Ian. <laughs> Nothing chilling at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> uh, as as much as right there. Right there. Um, he the oh man, I think was this one of the songs that was used for torture. Whenever I don't know, they, was it? I, th- I know Eminem was used. Uh, I think Right There was also, if I'm not mistaken. Don't make false claims. I'm going to have to look into that. Uh-oh, our 18-pound um, cat just hopped up in front of me. Oh, right next uh, to yeah, the fun little side story. No, I, no, 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 no. Out? Pete fell on my head. And Josh passed out because he woke up too fast. Yeah, uh, that's that's the 20 words or less version, <laughs> but that, that did happen. But fast. technically Pete's. <laughs> presence suddenly landing on Josh's head was the uh, trigger. We can't get sued by Chingy's okay. estate. It wasn't. I'm sorry. It was not used for torture. I, uh, I don't want us I'm to get so sued sorry. for libel. We're going to keep going. Cut that out. Uh, we'll say that I, I thought that that's what there happened. There you go. Okay. Uh, I was wrong. We're gonna go so to that's a full stop. Full stop. That song sucks. But... Number two. But number two. Is a completely different story. Okay. Lay it on me, mister. (laughs) 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 Tiffany's eyes just got so bright and beautiful. This is when the world was reborn. If you don't know what this is... This is history in the making. You need to go ahead and YouTube this fucking music video because you probably can't. You probably don't... I've never seen the music video either and both are iconic because this is Crazy in Love by Queen Bee Beyonce. And? Jay-Z is in it too. So... I mean, um, that's neither here nor there. But was featured on Beyonce's debut solo Dangerously in Love studio album Dangerously in Love B-Day is the follow up and I loved B-Day I mean I like this record too but so we're kind of running long but this song um, well let's play a full chorus 
Well, we just passed the corners, but... There you go. Well, this little horn little guy right here. So the horn in the background and the horn in the chorus is actually sampled from a song called Are You My Woman by the Shy Lights. Interesting. And it's it's a, it's a bad... Shy is C-H-I? Yeah. They're okay, from Chicago. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, the Shy Lights, yeah. So, um... When uh, Rich that Harris, that song is this song is a fucking banger. so good. So when Rich Harrison, the producer, played the sample to Beyonce in the studio, uh, Beyonce initially had doubts about the uh, sa- like the horn sample. She was like, "It's it's too too much," uh, and it seemed too retro to her and not like futuristic enough, right? Uh, in the twenty first century, sure. and Beyonce uh, became friendlier to the sample. Uh, and Harrison was like all, all happy about it. The you know producer was like, "Shit, Beyonce is gonna sing on my song," uh, and gave him two hours to write and make the song because he just like kind of gave her the sample, and she was like, "Okay, now I'm good. Make the song." And he was like, "Okay, shit," and made the song in fucking two hours. She like went out for dinner and was like, "I need a song when you come back, like when I come back." Oh, um, okay, Beyonce. And then. Something fucking even more ridiculous. Jay-Z became involved in the song at 3 a.m. the night of them recording it. Uh, wow. He came into the studio, recorded his verse, which he, he improvised. came to pick her up. Yeah, he improvised the song in 10 minutes. Uh, so weird. So goofy. Um, Crazy in Love was nominated for three Grammy Awards in the categories of Best R&B Song, Best Rap Sung Collaboration, well, which it won. And Record of the Year, which it did not win. What won Record of the Year that year? Um, I don't know. I'll let you know in a second. Okay. Uh, in 2018, Rolling Stone declared this song the best song of the 21st century so far. So, so this far? year, this year, Rolling Stone said that this is the best song of the 21st century. Nah. Crazy in Love. Probably not, but I um, mean, it's it's very good. It yeah. is up there. That's a that's a strong that's claim. a strong statement. I, and I thought that too because no. I, I mean I f- this song is fucking great. This it's song is very fucking um, good. Don't get me wrong, but that's not true. What does even best mean? Like, what is the qualifier in that case? I don't know. Who fucking knows? Like, do you Grammys mean like so dumb? Define best? Like yeah. I don't even know. But anyway, anyway, this song is a fucking bop. This, this is an eternal bop. This is a banger. This slaps. This is everything. If you don't know this song for some reason, you need to stop what you're doing. You need to listen to it. And get educated because, of course, Beyonce is prolific at this point. Like, I feel like everybody's been exposed to Lemonade, whether they wanted to willingly or not. Yeah. On some level, you're aware of it. But this is super important. Yeah. This is very important. And this stuff. was the first predecessor to what we got as the Carters record. Well think about that. You know what I mean? This was like, the the groundwork. This was it. This was the first... this this could be on this this song is better than the Carters record. I mean It's fine. The Carters record's fine. Ape shit is, is a very Ape fun shit is single. Amazing. Uh but that I have listened to that a few more times since and it's 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 grown on me a little bit. Okay, um, okay, 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 okay. So that was number two? That was number two. So we're going to get into our honorable mentions. We are going to get into our honorable mentions, and I think I'm going to play Tiffany's first. Um, okay. So we're going to go ahead and play. I'm only... Do you want me to... Should I play both? We're going to play one. Do you want to play both? We picked two. Uh, yeah, we'll do it real quick. We'll do rapid. So here's number one of Tiffany's uh, honorable mentions. 
Tell the people what this is. This is Send the Pain Balloon by Chevelle. It eventually peaked at number 65, but at the time of this Billboard Hot 100, it only was up to 87. Yes. Um, but it did go to number one on the modern charts in July of 2003. Did it? It did. This song at number one? It did. No shit. Um, sure this had like more, it, it was like less popular than The Red, which was their initial single, but yeah. this song is like better regarded. Do you know I, what I mean? I agree to that. Um, I say this, both are good songs, this song's better. But hey, guess what else? What else? This song was also included on Donkey Konga too. That's really funny, because our, our good friend Ryan found out that Hit 'em Up Style was on Donkey Konga to also I told you or that. you told it no and then Ryan sent Ryan me. sent it yeah yeah shouts out to uh, Ryan and, and Sam our beautiful friends uh, everything they, they, they listen so hi Ryan hi Sam congratulations on your engagement we, we love, love you, you so much we're so excited for you little chorus this is a this is a fun song my picks, you guys, are, uh, are a great example of the dichotomy that I am as a human being because I love that song. I still love this song to this day. I, like, just put this on in the car not that long ago Yeah. because this is a good song. All right. Uh, we'll wrap it into to the next one. So here is Tiffany's second pick. My next honorable, honorable mention. mention. So. This is number 36, and it's So Gone by Monica. Uh, this song is a banger. It slaps. It's amazing. There's a whole long, in-depth story to the album that this song is on. I'm not going to tell that story, but just to make you aware that there is one. What I will tell you is that this was Monica's first chart topper. Really? Since 1998's The First Night. Huh. It was the first night and then this song. Huh. And this was one of three Missy Elliott produced and written tracks for After the Storm. Really? Yes. Neat. This is a fucking great song. It samples You Are Number One by The Whistlers. Which I do have included in the playlist. This is Very Me, 2003. Yeah. Singing, being a sassy ass. Trying to be, but also Chevelle encompasses that too. Yeah, because I was wearing too. a lot of black. Yeah, yeah. While I while I had sang some, and some eyeliner, did that shit. Yeah. So I'm going to run through mine real quick, uh, and these are my uh, my honorable mentions. I don't know which one I want to play. He first. was gonna pick Chevelle. I was going to initially pick Chevelle. Send the pain bullet because that but definitely he already is knew a, what it is. It's a very nostalgic song it's for so me. So good. My mom was real into Chevelle when that record came out. Um, Shouts out to Jamie. Yeah, so we we both listened to that. What are? Uh, uh, wonder what's next? Is that? Yeah, yes. yeah. Wonder what's next. Um, <clears throat> we listened to that record a lot. I was gonna pick that, but I didn't because I knew Tiffany was gonna pick it. Uh, so I'm going to play my first. Uh, honorable mention and uh, here it is I almost picked this I had this written down I deleted it this is the boys of summer by the Ataris yeah I fucking had this typed out my dude I'm not even this kidding this is a banger you. 
But there's a lot of, so like honorable mentions are truly the songs that weren't in the top 10 yeah. that we also consider bops. And this was one of the, I, I was like making a list and I was, I told myself I had to cut it down because, you know, we can't talk yeah. about the same list forever. Well, right? sure but this song is really good. Yeah, so this song is a this cover. This cover is very so good. So for, for what, for you guys that don't know, uh, and the, the, um, let's listen to this thing. Uh, oh, such a strong chorus. So, uh, this song is a cover by the lead singer of the Eagles, uh, John Henley, uh, who did the original single, I think it was in 84, something like that, uh, I could be wrong, but, um, this was the, uh, weird alternative Whoa. rock version, so I had this Atari's record at the time. I just had this downloaded um, on my computer. Uh, so this is a very, very good, uh, very good cover. Super fun single. Oh, man. And if either version comes on anywhere, I will, like, stop and listen to oh, as definitely. much of the song as I can. Because both of them... And, and I'm, I'm not a fan of the Eagles. They're fine. Like, I, they're, they're fine. You know, they're, they're a good band. They're fine. And all. But the Don Henley version of Boys of Summer is so good, too. Also like, good. both The song so is just good. Uh, There's fi- something about it that's, like, nostalgic it is for a vi- time you may or may not have yeah, lived and the, and, Yeah, and that's that's really weird that also the, the you know, 2003 version, it, you know, is as, a, Can as nostalgic mm-hmm. uh, to a different generation. But my favorite little change they did. So, in the second verse, uh, he says, I saw a, a, a dead a head. Well, no, no, no. He says, in the Don Henley version, he says, I saw a dead head sticker on a Cadillac. But it was Black Flag. But he put a, but they say Black Flag sticker yeah. on a Cadillac in That's the Atari's cool. version, which resonates very much with me. I didn't think about that. Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, that's like, I don't know, I, just, I always thought that that was a very fun little nod, and that, that also kind of makes it nostalgic in a different generation, and I think that yeah. also leads to them making a very good cover. Uh, super fun song. Shit, yeah. Shouts out to the Ataris. They also Shouts had out. some, uh, they had some other good songs. Uh, they were, uh, they were like, you know, uh, a step above the pop punk of the time, like because like you had Blink One Eighty Two and shit like that that was happening, but they were like in the same vein, but I think a little like I don't know, they're a little harder and they had a little more of an alt, like a, I don't know, a little more rock elements, but they were very fun. Uh, but here is my second um, honorable mention. Oh. This is Sugar Sugar. Yep, by Baby Dash. So this got sampled recently. Yeah, there's like an EDM song that has the. No. I didn't think it. No, it's like something that was on the radio recently. That sampled this. Yeah, it's like a. I don't think it is. I always there there is like an EDM song that like samples this. That I do know, but I'm saying like recently, as in like this last year. Last year? Yeah. Because the song the Robert Robert Robin Schultz is the one who did the the remix in like 2015. Um, so the, this song right now is Sugar Sugar by Baby Bash, and this song is like oh, so good. 
And I, I don't know, the, like... I think the recent version is just called So Fly. But see, I, I might be wrong. Know that. that shows how, uh... Somebody knows. How removed I am. This definitely, this definitely just got sampled. Let me look into that. I'm so sorry to make you look something else up, but truly, like, it was just sampled. I believe you. Because it um, made me kind of mad, because this doesn't feel like it was that long ago. I don't know, but the, uh... So, like, the, the like... Fun little, like, Electro House version of So Fly is very fun. And it's just the the Robin Schultz version from mm-hmm. 2015 is super good. It's, like, a very fun dance single. Um, as you guys know, I'm a fan of a little bit of electronic dance music. So, uh, no matter what version I've heard of the song, uh, not listening to the new one that has been sampled, uh, I will always listen to it. And it's so fun. I w- and I, for some reason, I don't know why. But I, I, I'll just sit and think sometimes, like, what the fuck is Baby Bash doing right now? And I don't know why it's him of all people, but I have this weird thought all the time of, like, what the fuck is that dude doing right now? And he, like, still tours and, like, I think he just put out a record not too long ago. This song contains a sample. Did you know that? I, di- I didn't research it that much, but so I, I, this I, I think song I did know that. Because it's the little... Samples uh, Barry White. Yes. I'm gonna love you just a little more, baby. Yeah, it's the little... Um, and then this song was sampled in seven other songs. Jesus Christ. I'm telling you. We're going to have to do a whole breakdown of So Fuck. Fly by Sugar Sugar. Jesus Christ. So we'll uh, we'll maybe put some of those That'll in the That'll be playlist. a bonus episode. Yeah, we'll do a bonus episode doing Just a deep fucking... dive of Sugar Sugar by Baby Bash. But I think we have hit the time in the our time episode. The time has come. To lip sync. For no. your uh, wrong podcast. Wrong Sorry. show. It's on the wrong podcast, guys. Um, we're gonna play number one. Do, do it. Do you have? Actually, I want to do a new. I want to do a new game. Do you? Do a you, new game. Do you think you can guess what number one is? Okay, so two thousand three. Just throw a guess. Mariah Carey. I don't even recognize this right now. What? Okay. Do you still know this is Nelly? Yeah. What fucking song is this? What? It sounds familiar, but I can't remember it. I'm actually shocked. This is Shake Your Tail Feather. Oh, I didn't love Shake Your Tail Feather. That's oh, why. I love this song. No. So, number one. Shake Your Tail Feather is fine. So, the number one song, uh, September 6, 2003, was Shake Your Tail Feather by Nelly P. Diddy and Murphy Lee. I love Murphy Lee. <laughs> he's he's underrated. I feel like we don't have enough Murphy Lee in our life. I love Nelly, though. And most Nelly pop bangers I was into. Um, so this song was released in uh, uh, 2013, obviously, by the uh, from the Bad Boys 2 soundtrack. Yeah, I remember that and the specifically. Song was also included on Murphy Lee's record, but no one else's. On Murphy's Law. 
Um, see, this doesn't even have like a good hook, and you know better than anyone else in my whole life that I love Nelly. Yeah. I love Nelly. You guys, I can't even get into it with you because we're already extended time right now, but your girl has a history of loving Nelly. Oh, Nelly's great. But this just doesn't really like ignite anything in me. So I will say that Personally. this song won the Grammy Award for Best Rap Performance by a Duo or a Group at the 2004, sure, it's fun. 2004 Grammys. Sure. Um, but yeah, number one was Shake Your Tail Feather. And that's that's it. <laughs> was it a bop or a stop? I wouldn't listen to this now. I'm going to give it a bop for me because I love this song. Like, it has the chant. It has those, like, sirens. You can't even, like, like, it's hard to sing along. But it's like, it's, it's like an amp. It's like a, it's like, it's not, it's not a singing song. I'm not, I'm not shaming you, though, because we know where my taste levels are. Sure. It does not have a hook. I agree with you. And as far as a pop song, like, you do want a strong hook. But I think this one, the, like... The instrumentation gets stuck in my head more than a hook would in this situation. I so like the so. the o o o's. There is a lot of owing in the background. A lot of o o o's, and I like those o's. Now that we fucking <laughs> have so played a little bit of it, I'm gonna have to listen to the whole fucking thing. I guess uh, the Murphy Lee verse on this song. Murphy Lee is a gem. He's tight, and like I said, like he, I feel like he doesn't get the like. Because he was on some Nelly songs. Yeah, and he, Murphy's Law, I, I need to go back and listen to that full LP and listen to the full length. Um, but it's also interesting that out of Nelly, P. Diddy, and Murphy Lee, right, that this single was on Murphy Lee's full length and not anyone else's. I don't know if, like, no one had a record coming out at the time. I don't know if he was more into producing it. Um, but the Bad Boys 2 soundtrack was, like, huge back in the day, I, I saw remember. Bad Boys Two in the theaters. I did not, but I did watch it um, on uh, like HBO, like a couple years later, <laughs> like whenever that popped up. I did not uh, see Bad Boys Two. I saw Incredible in Hulk in the theaters, theaters too. The one with Ed Norton? No, the other one, the one that came out around this time. Yeah, Ed but Norton. It wasn't, the... Ed Norton wasn't in it. Was? No, I'm talking about the worst one. There's a worse version. What? No, I think that's the one with Ed Norton. No. Yeah, I think. No, the Ed Norton one is the better one. There's a worse one. Is there? Yeah. Why am I? No, it's a... no this I'm pretty sure about. Because this is why they won't make another Hulk movie proper. Because it's already been done twice. And Ed Norton should have been in the Avengers. Oh, no. But they yeah, didn't pay him no, enough. Right. Or no. they weren't going oh, to pay I him enough. I forgot all about this yeah, movie. Yeah, dude, I saw, I this, saw this. I fucking saw this. This was like the summer. No, nah, that movie was bad. Leading in, yeah. Gross. Yeah. Oh, I did. I forgot all about yeah. that. That they, yeah. See, that I knew pretty certainly. Yeah. Sugar Sugar Guy might have fucked up, but I don't know. But this I did know. <laughs> This I remember. Uh, I'm sorry that you. So to end on that low this. note, go listen to our playlists. You can find them in the show notes. They'll be available on Apple Music and Spotify. You can follow us on social media, medias, medias, medias at Pod, and we'll link that in the show notes. Yep. Thanks for hanging in. 
Thanks for listening to us. Sorry about the delay, but we'll be back in another two weeks. We will, and we'll probably do a spooky episode. You want to do spooks? I want to do spooky episodes. We'll do a spooky episode, episode, maybe. We'll talk about it. But either way, I'll be the one steering the ship for that episode. So keep your ears peeled for that. Hit that like button and subscribe. Yeah, and, hit and the as bell my, for my good friend always says, rub a dub dub, like, comment, and sub. Yeah, tell oh, a friend. Also, if you have a if you have a um, a suggestion for a playlist that we should listen to, you can uh, send it to us via the social media or email us at recollectpod at gmail Let us know. Let us know, and uh, I think that's it. We will see you guys soon, or not. Who knows? (laughs) Now we'll see you in two weeks. We love you. Bye. Bye.